Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks, where you got good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. I'm your host, Dave, and we got Pat next to me over here. And we are going to attempt to do this without, uh, you know, the crew. Once again. Once again. But that's all right. So we got Knob Creek, nine year. Nine year. Nine year. At uh, the mash is 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. So I saw this cool thing that uh, I want to read. So Knob Creek Small Batch Bourbon is one of four bourbons that compromise Jim Beam's Small Batch Bourbon Collection. The other are the others are Basil Hayden's, love it. Baker's Bourbon, we just had that a uh, couple weeks ago. Booker's Bourbon, that I think that's a little pricey for us, maybe. Uh, it's like an eighty dollar bottle. Yeah. Beam states that age every batch in a maximum char barrels to pull out. Every bit of natural sweetness from the oak. From its initial Ooh. release date in 1992 up to the late 2016, Knob Creek carried a nine-year age statement. In 2016, Beam removed the age statement, saying that they could not guarantee all barrels would be aged nine years. I thought that was kind of cool because of uh, inventory issues. Yeah. And in 2020, the age statement was able to come back on. So I thought that was kind of... Yeah, nice little uh, little tidbit. Well, I think that kind of goes into like what everyone you hear about how the aged bourbon is becoming harder and harder to find because it's such a fad thing and now. You know, and I also like I constantly get articles on uh, Google and shit, so I read into it mostly for you know informational reasons. Um, like experts say, stop fucking spending the money on these high aged bourbons because well and it's like blattens right it's hard to find but it's not it's not anything fancy it's not anything great but it became the next hot thing and a 60 dollar bottle goes for 200 easy without breaking a sweat and if it's really low demand where's that good cutter at uh people will fucking pay more yeah for sure and it's it's okay it's a decent higher rye uh, bourbon. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a huge. Uh, you know, I was drinking it before it became cool. I, I have two at the house unopened, and I, I've never had it before. Um, Maybe we should do one on here. The problem. The problem is with this whole, like the the bourbon that got me into bourbon was Eagle Rare, and now Eagle Rare is like the next Blanton's, where it's fucking impossible to find. Which is weird. But Ooh, man, good? if I had an extra two grand, I'd definitely buy the fucking. Uh, extra double some it's the they release it like once a year 15 to 20 bottles yeah it's like two grand a bottle hmm. but that'd be like something i'd buy it'd be like retirement <laughs> <laughs> or like i'm on my deathbed honey I'll go go get that bottle that i have in the safe <laughs> oh fuck if i ever get real sick or whatever i just it's my my dad's theory like the house housekeeping in vegas will find me with a fucking needle and a hooker on top Something. of you. <laughs> Something. All right. This me, is pretty good. Let me get a little. So it's 100 proof. Yeah. 75% corn, 30, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. Um, oh, bar- my God. It's got some decent heat to it. For all, for, all that corn. I think it's the, the proof, though, that's hitting us. Yeah, but that's not that bad. It's really sweet. Almost like... Um, like a tapioca pudding. Yeah, there, there, there's like a nut flavor. Like a toasted nut. I think that's coming from that super char that they're talking about. Yeah. 
It is good. Really sweet. Yeah, and very surprisingly, sweet. I don't know if the heat, I think the heat might be from the proof. Because um, it doesn't stay very long. That's oh. fucking good, man. $30. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. I was like, why is a nine-year 30 bucks? Didn't make sense. I was like, I got to try it. Like, you know, I, I've noticed more and more. I like the ones that, like, truly coat your palate with the that sweetness. Like, there's vanilla here, some kind of, like, toasted nut thing going on, and, like, you get that peppercorn. Nothing, no, like, I don't have any of that stone fruit, no cherry. No, no, no. it's just a very, like, custardy or, like, you know, like a tapioca pudding where it's just, like, sweetened milk almost, like a cooked sweetened milk. That's actually a really good Like a brulee. Like a sugary. Yeah. Yeah. Like a brulee. And if it's if it's too hot, it'll burn the roof of your mouth. Yes. It's one of my oh, but they're so fucking good, though. <laughs> I love fucking Dennis Reynolds, one of his peers, said a, a creme brulee was too hot that it would burn the pat- top of his palate. So good, though. Like a good creme brulee, man. Woo. I'd like to try, like, uh, Bananas Foster's. Bananas Foster with this. Like, banana, brown sugar, and then use this as my alcohol. Because I think it's usually, like, brandy. Because this is, like, all vanilla, toasted, some kind of toasted, like, not, I want to say almond, but something. And um, like, like I think sugary. more like, uh, you know... What's the the pecan cups where they actually when they make them they add a I think Patty puts like rum in her pecan pie yeah like a unaged rum I see where you're going with that I think it's like almost like a pecan pie yeah with like uh, whipped cream on top because there's no fruit no fruit. nothing no 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 I'm not getting no stone fruit no nothing no berries right. um I like it though no no like no cinnamon nope it's very one one-sided not really like that honey kind of flavor no it is ultra sweet though i mean it it's a what 65 percent you said or 75 percent well it's, a, corn. If it's 100 oh 75 percent corn 75 percent corn 30 percent rye so that is a very high corn yeah so that, that explains the sweetness but god damn is that good usually i'm like the one to stray away from the sweeter bourbons now, but this is... Well, I think you like it so much because it's not overwhelming with, like, ten different things right. coming at you. Right, Like, it's vanilla, some kind of toasted nut thing going on. Yep, yep. And that might be from the... They say they use complete white oak barrels. So maybe that has something to do with it, that toasty flavor to it. Yeah. And then you could definitely taste, like, a peppercorn on the end. Or some kind of, like, spice. It's a little spice. Yeah. Almost like if you did, uh... What is that? Fucking uh, biscuits and jam. And if you put like a little black pepper on your biscuit before you baked it, just lay like a little pepperiness on the back end of that sweetness. The nose, there's not much there, I didn't think. I thought there was actually a like, but it's, I mean, it's a strongly sweet, but yeah, there's it, it's all one-sided. Yeah. There's so much corn going on in here that it's fucking good, though. You know, that's what kind of, now as you said so much corn. It's almost like caramel corn. Yeah. Like the flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a caramel corn kind of flavor. Or what's that, candy corn? Candy corn, caramel yeah. corn. Yeah, yeah, that kind of sugary. It good. Yeah. So with the $30 bottle, or, you know, it's being $30, I would totally have it at my house without a doubt. Dude, this might be a constant shelfer. When it gets emptied, I go get another one because yeah. this is fucking ridiculously. Drinking plain, definitely would throw it in a Manhattan or old-fashioned because it's 30 bucks. Um, I would thirty dollars. I would do more of a uh, something with a soured, like uh, 
you know, whether it be a whiskey sour, just because that sweetness, I think the sour would balance it out nice, like a nice, uh, like lemon juice. Yeah. With a simple syrup. I don't even think you need a simple syrup, though. I think if you just fucking do like some lemon and like egg white, make a real simple uh, whiskey sour. So this being so one-sided, like we said, and doesn't have too much complex going on to it, but it's a $30 bottle, so I would totally have it at my house. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go seven, four, seven, four. I really like it, but I feel like it, maybe if it had just a little bit, something, something going on there, you could really, uh, score it higher. Maybe a little bit. Actually, this one, maybe if, if it was a little bit hotter. That's, I mean, that's what I'm always missing when it comes to the, the real sweet ones. Yeah. Like if you're going to have something that sweet. It should have been just fucking the two, because all bourbon has to be is at least 51% corn. Right. And then you could do, say they did 75% corn, 25% rye. But that might actually taste like dog shit. Who knows? You might not get any silkiness. You know, like they put the the barley or the malts or whatever the fuck in here. That's good, though. I, I do dig it. Um, it's definitely a shell for $30. I mean, you can't, can't fucking... Yeah, no. You know, it being aged nine years, you're really pulling a lot of that oakiness out of it. And that's the thing that we always kind of, like, overlook is the oakiness that comes out of the char. Right. And this is a rich, rich brown. I would, more of a closer to molasses than caramel. Yeah. And it's one barrel aged nine years. Yeah. No mixture, no, right. you know, half-half yeah, or anything yeah. like that. It's just the one. I wonder what this comes out proofed, you know, because... If it's 100 proof, that means you're watering it down to 100. Yeah, 150, 160. It could maybe get that high if it's nine years, depending oh. on what level. I mean, they probably, this is uh, Buffalo Trace, right? Or is no, it Jim, Jim Beam? Beam? Jim Beam. Jim Beam. I know with the, the the more aged ones, they like to keep lower so they don't lose everything to the summer heat evaporation in the higher spots. Yeah. Usually you want to put your lower ages at the top. So you really expand the wood for like yeah. a two-year, you know, get, I think. Get four, all the flavors out you can. Yeah, like a four-year bottle and bond. I think you have to be four years for bottle and bond. So, you know, four, the bottle and bonds probably get like the middle and then your single barrel high age get the bottom. Floor. Just so you're not losing everything to a, what's that called? The, the angels? Yeah. Angels. Angels loss or whatever. Yeah, angels air or yeah. breath or some shit. Yeah. Um, but back to me rating it. Um, it's fucking delicious. This is like it'd be a nice post dinner like glass, like a dessert. It's so sweet. Yeah. Uh. Again, I like a little bit more spice on mine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, thirty dollars for a hundred proof high quality bourbon. I'm gonna go seven three. Um. That sweetness really knocks your socks off. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and but that kind of threw me for the loop too because the way it does cut your, coat your tongue, you're you're gonna, you're like looking for Some, something more there. You do get that initial out. heat from the proof. Yeah, but that's definitely not the rye. The rye, you get that little tingle on your tongue at the end. Yeah, it just kind of sits there and right. But like normally when we have like. And we, hate, I hate going back to smoke wagon all the time. But like when that, when that hits your tongue, that's one of the most complex. Yeah, but it's like perfectly that, balanced bourbon. But it's like that honey that sits there, and then it's got like a cinnamon that kind of like lingers, yeah. and it's 
everything that comes out with that feeling when it hits your tongue. And that one, I mean, the flavors they were able to pull out of that one that I have, it's an earlier batch. It's yeah. before they started putting batch labels on it. Um, it's like a 115.6 proof. The The proof doesn't show up in that drink, but you get like, like uh, a ripe banana... And yeah. fucking oats and oh, it's so perp cinnamon. Well, I think that's because like with him, I mean he he, you can watch it all on his he's, Instagram. He, he's, he's one of the best when it comes to. And it's like a mid shelf four year, a top shelf yeah. two year, a bottom shelf eight year, and he mixes it. Yeah, and he just however that year was with humidity and whatever. And he's and, just Joe Schmo, you know, like he just he yeah. likes to get home and drink his glass of bourbon, smoke a cigar. Yep. And he just likes, you know, he's got his cheesy little fucking jokes. And, yep. But it's just, he's entertaining. He's just a fucking everyday guy. Yeah, right. Just unfortunately from, you know, <laughs> the fucking desert to Nevada. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron, great guy. If you guys yep. don't follow uh, Smoke Wagon on Instagram, please do. The guy's or if you great. haven't tried it. I know we talk about it all the all time. time. But. Um, Great bourbon, even the the bottom shelf smoke wagon, thirty dollar bottle. It's great. It's fantastic. But even his uncut, unfiltered, sixty bucks, fifty to eighty. Yeah, all depending. Um, great stuff. And then you got your uh, small batch, which is, uh, I would say forty to forty to fifty. Yeah, and that's fucking. I I, I give all the praise to those guys, man. They fucking know how to put out a quality product time and time again. We're going to have to reach out on our Instagram and see if someone could get us a Desert Jewel. Something. And we could trade. We'll trade. I'll, I'll trade that Blanton's. we got to put that up for trade. For sure. Let's do that tonight. Yeah. I, I really want to try that Desert Jewel because we cannot find that here. It's Yeah, no, it's so limited. It's The, the uh, uncut, unfiltered out here is limited. Yeah. So also, man, like the dude always is liking our stuff, commenting. Yeah, he's hands-on. When shit gets back to normal, man, we make a Vegas trip. We make sure we take a day to go to... Well, he's only he only has... Smoking Wagon only has 22,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, like, legit up and coming. Dude, but, I mean, they were... When we started following Smoke Wagon, they were probably at 11,000. No, it was under 10. Was it under 10? Because I remember 8, the 10,000 10, giveaway he did. Yeah, and it's like every few months he's doing another 5,000 giveaway. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember, he just... Six months ago, got the contract with like the French company or whatever, the European company to do his bottles. Yeah, the blown glass bottles. True that. Yeah. So it's he's really just up and going. It's it's just such good shit though. So um, before we get more into it, our beer of the week. I was gonna do this, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I drank this before. I like to do beers I never tried, so I have a full like new opinion on it. Um. What I'm drinking right now, though, is Pipeworks Brewing. It's one of my favorite brewers. This is a pair of pears. It's a uh, ale with oats, rye malt, pears, and cinnamon. Pretty good. But uh, Three Floyds just recently released a uh, Irish-style red maybe two weeks ago. And I found a sixer at the liquor store I went to. So Three Floyds is what got me into my craft beer love. So I figured, fuck it. That'll be our beer of the week, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But oh, that's pretty good, though. It is good. Yeah, I like that cinnamon taste to it. Mm-hmm. Very subtle, but it, yeah, it's there. It's there. Uh, we went to hail that hailstorm brewing in Tinley. Was that Tinley? Yeah, 
they had that Irish red, and that was really that was, good. That was I good. Did, and then they uh, still had their Oktoberfest, too, yeah. on tap. I didn't really care for too much what else they had going on. but um, Yeah, well, they were trying to be a little experimental. <clears throat> they do have, just last week, They I, I sent you that picture. They uh, are aging some of their Imperial oh, Stouts yes. in old uh, Eagle Rare. Uh, barrels and Blanton's was it Blanton's? Mm. I don't know. Two well-known um, distillers. So I'm kind of pumped. I'm definitely gonna pick those up. If you could do an imperial fucking stout, right? I'm all for it. But uh, yeah. So uh, you want to talk about your bad penny a little bit? I guess I'll do a little small promoting here. You got it. Um, Started a new podcast. It's a solo mission of mine. Just figured, fuck it. You know, uh, he does it in the bathroom. I'm Might a, as well do it on the podcast. I'm a, I'm a solo ball, mission. I'm a, I'm a ball hog. I always want to fucking talk. So I started my own thing. It's a solo. It's a, it's a rant about uh, everything that's wrong with, you know, American culture. The division of, you know, left versus right. What we should call people. How, you know, it's... It's interesting. Uh, it's like a my my brother said it's pretty much my video diary, which yeah. might not be a good thing. I mean, I I listened to some of it and like I had some good laughs. Like you, like some of the shit you just so like lump it into one thing and just like oh yeah. If you're oh man, I I remember like parts where I'm like I, I'm gonna get back to what I was originally starting <laughs> off with. <laughs> well, I, I just gotta do the one. You go from being ant or uh, pro choice. And you're pro-choice because they're pro-death penalty, and you're like, well, yeah, you could you could make them have that baby, but ten or twenty years down the line, you're not gonna put them in the electric chair. You're, the guy's gonna go <laughs> to the electric chair later. What the fuck's the difference? <laughs> I was laughing my ass off yeah. because here's this baby that like <laughs> no choice, no whatever. All of a sudden, he just murdered someone in Alabama, like <laughs> twenty years later. I was yeah. driving, driving. The, I can't remember where I was That's, going, but I was listening. That is my train of thought on a daily oh, basis. I was laughing so hard. It might not be good for me. It, 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 it might get me in trouble, but I mean, I kept it kind of kosher for the most part. No, I thought it was good. Kind of. But yeah, anyways, uh, first episode's up on YouTube. Um, the link is in my Instagram page that I just started, so you can find me at Bad Penny. I think it's Bad Penny Podcast on Instagram, uh, Bad Penny Podcast with dave d on youtube uh bad penny with dave on facebook i kind of have all the links lumped up in there i'm on spotify right now Castbox, anchor bad penny you'll see my stupid fucking sideways face on a penny yeah i was you know bored one day and i put my face on a penny and and then it all goes back from that boy school where that guy put the penny upside you inside you yeah 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 Yeah. He, he but he shoved it in wide ways yeah right yeah I had that with a ping. It was actually a, a roll, a roll of pennies. Yeah, I had that with yeah. a ping pong paddle once. <laughs> Went sideways up on me. I still don't shit right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, ping pong paddle. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, what do we got to talk about here? Um, I don't know, but I was just thinking before we came here, we stopped at our little. I don't want to talk about it. Pub. I, I I think I need to. Yeah. Because why why do we even play them fucking slots? You walked away with money in your pocket, though. No, I didn't, because I put it in the fucking oh, Wheel you... of Fortune when I was playing $4 a roll. Oh. 
I so I, I ended up losing like twenty bucks, oh. up being up like two eighty. <laughs> yeah, I was up. Uh, I hit like one eighty five off of forty, and I kept going, and then I lost all of it. This shit is just so goofy. We're, we're fucking scumbags, but I, you know, if you guys listen to us regularly, I'm pretty sure you know that by now. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna put a twenty dollar bill in this. I might win forty bucks. Yeah, and then you lo- you're down like eighty. But it's crazy, going. dude. Like I won like eighty five dollars off a fucking spin, and then in fucking two minutes, I'm down to thirty five, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? It just goes so fast. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, but we don't do that. I mean, I don't do it that often. Gas also, station, gas station casinos, bro. I'm saying I don't do that often, but everything's been fucking shut down, so maybe that's why I feel like I don't do that often, but I probably do. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we were there last week or the week before. Whoa, whoa, well, let's not bring up old shit, okay? Well, I guess that's not too often. Yeah, right, uh, I'm not going, you know. Little gas station casino. How much did that guy win? What guy? He walked up to the girl that was 780. Yeah, fuck. I, dude, he was, I, was wa- I was walking past him, and I saw him win it. I didn't see how much he won, but he hit, like, five in a row, like, the yeah. highest you could hit. And, like, he almost broke that fucking button, like, Cash trying out. to stop it. Yeah. No, trying to stop the last one, and he oh. got it. And I saw him, like, fucking, <laughs> like, convulsions in the chair. And I, was like, I mean, that's that's impressive for a fucking video poker bar machine. Even, Most I've ever seen was probably 450. But that's not even, like, video poker. That's, like, straight up. Luck of the draw, fucking yeah. match this yeah, stupid yeah. shit. And I always play that German one because of the fucking cartoon blonde with the big tits. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then, that never works out. Yeah. But so want to talk about the Super Bowl? Um, yeah, let's get it out of the way. I mean, I talked a little about it on Bad Penny. Hey. Check hey. it out on all the stuff on, podcast on some of the platforms right now. I'll I'll keep everyone posted when I get on the more anal beat podcast. Anal actually, uh, somebody, uh, f- old friend of mine, uh, messaged me on Facebook and he's like, "Oh, you got a new porn cast, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I review uh, anal toys live." Aww. So I really don't. That was a joke. It was uh, don't be like, oh, "I'm not gonna fucking watch that." But yeah, Pornhub. Doc- I mean, Castbox.com. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Super Bowl. I don't know. I went old legend versus future legend. And where where are they playing it? They're playing in Tampa. In Tampa. This How is, the fuck does that? Work? That's the. I think they said the first time in Super Bowl history where a team is going to be playing in their home stadium, or the second I, time. Are those D, DBs back for Tampa? Are they still hurt? That was two weeks ago. Um, they got to be back. They, they're going to be all taped up, fucking cortisone shots. Yeah, fucking horse tranquilizers. Mm-hmm. I get to hit up their old boy, Brett, be like, hey, uh, FedEx me a bottle of them Vicodins you got, buddy. And then who, who do we send this dick pic to? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, Tampa could do it if their defense is healthy because you got St. Pierre Paul or whatever. You got, you got Sue, Devin, Dominic Sue. De- De- Devin White or whatever, that yeah, line, 45, yeah. that linebacker. That's a fucking, he's chiseled out of stone. And then them two defensive backs, man, are just fucking insane. But even without them, man, they still fucking showed up defensively last week. Not last week, but two weeks ago. Listen. And Against I'm, a I'm, very lethal I know we offense. talked about this, though. That coach still has a job somehow. You kick a field goal with three minutes left. 
on a fourth and goal with an 80% red zone offense, and then you give the ball back to Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, it's it's tough, though, because... Bullshit it is. Um, Play to win. Well, here here's the thing, though. Like, they had some blown chances on defense against... I don't know. It's it's tough, man. It's probably one of the toughest jobs in fucking this whole world is being yeah, a fucking like, NFL football coach. Man. We were saying before, if your defense was making stops, three and outs, then okay, do it. But Tom Brady, I wonder. Owning you. I wonder how good naturally NFL coaches are at chess. Because that's what it is, man. It's a chess match. You know, you're trying to outsmart the defense that they're putting on the field. You know, because every defense has its weakness. You know, a cover two, you could fucking light up the flats and you could run post routes and you could find wide open men. You ten, know, ten, yeah, t- take 10 yard chunks all the time. Right. And- you know, but uh, it stops big plays is the, the main point of yeah. a cover two, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, That's you know, the you, Ben, don't push defense. Right. Exactly. Let them get tired out and make mistakes. Rely on, you know, it, cover two is mostly when you have a, a strong front four. Yeah. That could put pressure without uh, blitzes. Right. And you're looking for a tap or a tip ball. Yeah. Or, just hurry him. Yeah. Hurry the quarterback so he rushes the throw and possibly makes a mistake where he's not seeing a safety just floating. Right. You know? And that's, I mean, it's a great defense. It's the if tried it, and true defense of the NFL. If it, If all the pieces work. Right, you can't have like two horrible safeties, <laughs> or or like no front four. Right, if you have dog shit pass rushing, r- rushing that you, in a pocket that sits there all day, yeah. you're, you're just going to destroy the and, team. And if you're running, you know, say nickel, and you got fucking say uh, three linebackers dropping back to play that middle zone, if you got a fucking slow guy, you can just yeah. fucking run your cross routes. Yeah, which your middle la- linebacker is usually slow as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, if you you know. It depends, you know, and that's where you call strong side, weak side. That's the point of the captain on the defense to kind of line up your guys where strong you want. Strong side. I don't, I don't, does he say weak side? Strong side. I don't remember. I don't know. Are you I, making me the black guy? Or are you one, the black guy? Well, no, that movie solved racism, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was over. Yeah. It's <laughs> My bad. It's not an expired coupon, man. <laughs> Best deals before February fourth, nineteen nineteen thirty seven. Oh shit! Yeah, no, but I, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't see Tampa being able to win. Um, it's gonna be a good game. Uh, yeah, or way better. It's, than it's gonna be a really good game, or it's gonna be a blowout. I had one of those earlier. <laughs> Stomach still doesn't feel right. It was a little rough for me today, too, man, but I started drinking at noon yesterday and went till about 10.30. No. What time did we finish up last night? You kept like, come on, Dave, one <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah. Logan! Logan, give me another beer. <laughs> uh, it was late. 11, 11.30. Yeah. No, I had that huge prime rib. I haven't had that red, much red meat since prison. And uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. One of the cellmates sketched that scene out and... You know, he sent me a copy. Well, marked uh, one of four. <laughs> yeah, the fourth one was uh, crusted with heroin, though. He was moving it along the. No, he, that was a misprint. Is one of four hundred? Because mm. we have a bunch of shower scenes where 
I cry a lot. If you put them together, it's actually a comic book, like the the <laughs> flapping one. <laughs> and at the end, I'm just I have a tail, a pink tail, it's kind of following me around. Oh fuck. Uh, no, but I think if Mahomes just gets going, it's over. I think if that Kansas City just yeah, but like. Uh, you know, I know Tom Brady wants to run a West Coast quick-paced offense, but you don't have the defense to stop Casey fully, yeah. fully. So what you want to do is you want to slow the clock down, man. Take right. your time in the fucking in the huddle. You but know, if he, but if, if he takes seven, eight-minute drives, yeah, and comes out with a touchdown, yeah, 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 yeah. tire out their defense, yeah, and then if they score quick, if because Casey can score quick, if they score quick. Their tired defense is going right back right. out, so it, it could level out the playing field. Yeah, and then, but at the same time, I think Tom Brady will sell out a hundred percent to get this win. Running with the ball, taking hits, oh, sitting dude, in the this, pocket. This is like uh, if he wins, he's done. Oh, absolutely. He's proving that he just picked a team. I'm gonna go meh, yep. here, and we're gonna win a Super Bowl. I, whose house is he renting? It's like some massive house from a movie star. Uh, I forget. AJ Hernandez. <laughs> or whatever. I think it's like, or maybe not a movie star, maybe like John Cena or some shit, something. No, I don't know. It's like a, it's a massive fucking house. And he's well, what, what's it with all these motherfuckers buying yachts? Shaq bought a yacht. Well, Shaq's got the money for a yacht. And that, he just wants to stay that far away from the water. That dude's had his fucking hands in every fucking cookie jar since the fucking early 90s, man. Video games, movies, the NBA, fucking TNT. Shaq Diesel. And, it, you know, as much as he seems like a doofus, man, I enjoy him. Oh, yeah, without a <laughs> doubt. Know? When him and Charles Barkley get uh, after dude. each other. <laughs> Remember when Shaquille ate that fucking hot chip? Yeah, and he's, like, t- trying to talk about, like, Super <laughs> 5, blah, night, 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 and he's like, <laughs> when he holds a fucking 16-ounce water, Bottle, it's like looks like me uh, holding a fucking like one of them like tall shot glasses. Yeah, right, <laughs> dude. But then he showed his fucking feet on one of Ugh. the pregames, dude. He took his shoe off to show how jacked his toes are, dude. I've never seen a more alienistic fucking like. <laughs> oh god, dude! Fucking the nails. Oh. Well, but fucking couldn't look away though. <laughs> fucking five hundred pound man running oh, around dude. toes. Woo! Yeah, it's fuck. Uh huh. Just what? What is this? What? How does he fuck? His fucking cock has to be like a fucking gigantic zucchini. I, Tom Segura was talking about it on your mom's house, and he said that girls have come out and said that they've you know fucked with Shaquille back in the day, and his dick's not that big. How is that but, possible? You know, and but what what they mean by not that big? Maybe like seven and a half, eight inches. Okay, but like if you told me, which like, would look like my five and a half, six inch dick. <laughs> no, but if you if you told me Shaquille O'Neal's dick was eight inches big or whatever, I would think in girth. <laughs> no <laughs> diameter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, if you were like, "Hey, Shaquille O'Neal, this massive man has this thing," yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, Shaquille, that sucks." I mean. If he, a man that big should have a fucking tree trunk. Absolutely, and he especially be... you know, being of the darker uh, persuasion. Yeah, Sometimes. I mean we've all seen the pornos, bro. Right. That, but the white be... guy's got big dicks too, in that so it's all make believe. Yeah, 
It's because they have skinny thighs. It makes it look big. They're all fucking meth junkies. <laughs> Dude, they are. Absolutely. Without a doubt. It's not like you're going home to your fucking family. <laughs> Dude, all right. You know what I ha- I got to talk about, too? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold, Put a pin in that. Let's fucking... So you're, you're going KC. I'm going KC. KC? KC by a touchdown. KC by a touchdown. I'm going to go... Ooh, I would say less than a touchdown for uh, Tampa. It'd be like thirty-five twenty-eight. Is that a touch- that's a touchdown, right? That's a touchdown. I wasn't talking. I wasn't paying attention. I don't fucking Tampa know. By seven. Uh, yeah, we'll say Tampa by seven. Fuck it. So, I used to follow this, and he—I guess he was a WWE wrestler, but I never knew him at that. His name was Gabe Tough. Dude was a monster. Gabe. Gabe. G A B E. Tough. Is this a a person you know? No. Just a bodybuilder that I used to follow. Oh. When I was like crazy and then like wrestling and shit. Yeah. No, I never watched him when he was wrestling, but he was Uh just. Oh, yeah. You got posters in your den of him? (laughs) Well, in like the the Greek bathhouses. I'd be there. Yeah. But no. So. And this is. I I thought of this when you were talking on your bad penny about uh, pronouns or whatever. So did he go trans? Yes. And I, you know what? Just because we're on here, we're gonna show. I'm gonna show you pictures because I don't care what you do with your cock and balls or what you do with your uh, slit. Uh, the whole thing is this one really fucked me up because, like I said, I've been following this guy for a long time, and you know what? Good for him. It makes him happy. That's I mean that's my whole argument man. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. If you want to if you're a man and you feel like you're a woman on the inside, great. Okay, but so But don't like, force society to that that's that's him. Oh, did we uh No, I don't know. What just turned off? Something went quiet. Our headphones or something? Everything's still recording. It's still Why did that stay we Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Like my ears popped. <laughs> so yeah, right. So that's him. Cheap equipment. Just a ma- massive dude. Is this is this the reason you got rid of your mullet? <laughs> Listen, man. No, definitely not. So I I wake up yesterday. I'm laid off now, which thank God. And uh, what the fuck was yesterday? Oh, I was hanging out with Liam. I, I feel like we died right now. I know, me too. But some I don't know. Something fine. something happened. Are you sure? Yeah. I may have died. I'm inside you now. Ooh. So. That's the warmth on my back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Space heater. Space heater. This is her now. <laughs> so. Listen. Why did you go from this, like, super swole dude? Hold up. Super swole dude to a big titty fucking Down syndrome, Down syndrome chick. Is that, wrong? is that wrong to say? I'm sure it is. Like, I can't. But, like... Oh, I fucked you, my head how, up. How, how do you post that picture thinking that that's a nice photo? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think that was, like, the first interview that he did, or she did, yesterday or the day before. Because it was, like, shocking news. Um, And I knew something was going on because I follow his shit. He's, like, the Spartan something or other. Spartan workouts or something. And I follow his shit on my Instagram, and it just disappeared. But, dude... I don't get it. Uh, like, like, bro. Right. The The thing that's baffling about this is you clearly had this 
clearly you're not uh, confused about your masculinity because you're fucking swole as can be dude the, the guy he was in the wwe dude like maybe his tits got too big like his pecs and he's like i kind of like how that looks on me here look at that i don't know man i mean to teach their own oh, um, without a doubt but this one it's fucked it's, me up it's weird this one goes for me like just as bad as uh not bad but um like no, I personally don't understand like um the Jenner guy. Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. Like how do you win the decathlon? One of the hardest fucking one of the like hands down hardest uh Olympic events that there is. All these fucking things that you have to do. And I'm not saying like how do you, how do you change your mind and come out this way? I get it. But and then that goes on to the other side. How sad is it if people have to hide for that long, right? Like if that, if if it if it took them that long to to come tra- out and say to transition, yeah, you know, I mean the dude was fucking. Even if he was a normal class motherfucker, he would have been retired already by the time he did that. Oh sure, you know, so it's it's interesting, uh, nonetheless. No, um, but yeah, but this Gabe tough one man blows my mind, and not in a bad way. It's just like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You keep t- you keep saying that, but I don't believe you. No, I'm just, wow. <laughs> like I told your brother, maybe uh, guys, yeah, maybe you guys should start praying. Just so we're losing fucking something's going on with our shit here. I don't know. Uh, it, we're losing some like I don't know things here, things there. Yeah, it's uh, we're having some tef- technical difficulties, but we'll try to make it make it work. Uh, the rest of this episode. I mean, we're only fucking thirty-seven minutes in, so hopefully, it at least gets us through here. Yeah, we have ten stoppages and yeah, one soiled diaper. It's gonna be a fun editing for me. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, that was that was loud. That was loud. Um, I apologize. I'm trying to like adjust volumes right Holy now. Shit. Ooh, that is red. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go on to the. Off. We're gonna tra- we're gonna transition into our beer of the week. <laughs> this is uh, Three Floyd's um, Brian Boru. He, I read the story about him. He was a king or the first high king of Ireland. No shit. Yes, in uh, like seven the seven hundreds or some shit like that, or maybe the twelve hundreds. First high king. Uh, he fucking deep. They were all like it was a bunch of smaller like sanctions, multiple, many like small castles, and like people were trying to say they're the fucking kings. Yeah. And he, uh, him and his army took everybody out and became the high king of Ireland. <laughs> and so this is in honor of him. Uh, I usually am a fucking huge fan of some nice Irish reds, so we're just gonna get right into it. Both the beers and the Ooh, women. Oh my god, that smells so good. See, the funny thing is that smells like uh, regular Three Floyds to me. Like, when I think of Three Floyds, that's, like, almost the smell. Oh, I fucking love that. That's a good beer. I fucking love it. See, that's exactly what I think of, like, when I think of a red. What is going on here? Yeah, we're lo- we're all over the place with this fucking volume. And I think we just got too much power. 
too much power. This, I think we're like hitting the capacity of that thing. The mixer? Uh, the fucking extension, though. Yeah. That sucks. Um, you know what? Here. I think I got enough laptop battery. I'll just go ahead and do that. See if that kind of balances everything out. We're going to have to figure out a new system here. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is what it I is, I mean, though. maybe not, though, because nobody listens. So, yeah. Um, but, so what's your take on this Irish Red? I'm, I'm a huge fan of Irish Reds in the first place. But I feel like sometimes when people try to do them, they uh, don't taste like anything special, like they're just, like they're supposed to taste. This is excellent. I thought you were gonna say this is something not special. I, mm. I'm glad you said this is excellent because, goddamn, color's perfect, taste is perfect, dude. It's spice is there. It's so perfectly balanced. Yeah. Two thumbs up, Brian Boru. They did you justice. First hiking. Look at that. That was me, like a couple months ago. Fucking couple hours ago. Yeah, a couple hours ago. <laughs> shaved up, shaved off the mullet. Uh, he showed up at the bar, and I, I, I saw him, but he had the mask on. So, I, like, I wasn't. I was like, "Is that Pat? Like, is his fucking hair gone, or did he go super mullet where I can't see the fucking back?" And then he shows up and he sits down next to me. I was like, "Damn, bro!" I was like, "Fucking poor man." Uh, what did I call it? Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, poor man's Bradley Cooper. Poor fat man, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like the Corey Hayman of Bradley Cooper's. Haven't had fucking work in a while because you're <laughs> butt-raped in Hollywood. <laughs> ah, fuck. Corey uh-huh. Haim? Haim? I don't know. He's the one that killed himself. or Not not killed himself, but I think he OD'd, right? Him and Feldman? I don't think Feldman killed himself. No, F- Feldman was the first one to come out and say that, you know... Hollywood's a big fucking ring of pedophiles, and everybody's like, "Yeah, okay, you're uh, just saying that because you're washed up." Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's like we've. But that's what ruined his career, though, is him like coming out about it. Yeah, that dude was. I, I love the early Corey Feldman movies, man. Goonies, fucking uh, Lost Boys. Lost, oh, yeah. Lost Boys, so good. But we, Keith Sutherland's in that. Well, we've talked about this fucking. Okay, do you think what goes on in Hollywood is the same as the? child trafficking that everybody talks about now or do you think that's just like two totally separate that's that's totally extreme i think there's some truth behind it i think when there's a conspiracy theory somebody finds some type of evidence and then they uh inflate it to their own beliefs i think there's definitely some child child pedophilia obviously child pedophilia child endangerment with um young movie stars and stuff like Matthew McConaughey was like Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan-esque of child stars. Like he was a household name. Matthew McConaughey? Oh, uh, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. Fuck dude. Irish Red is real good. Three thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Um, so everything's back to normal. So you either got to push your mic away. Or is it? Yeah, yeah. So it was just it's, it's too much like, power. Yeah. It's like deafening me. My bad, my bad. Here, let's fucking turn the. It's all good, dog. Turn the, turn the bitches down a little bit. There you go. We'll bring everything down a little, <laughs> little bit. I did move it closer too, so let me. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Sounds this is our better. first episode. Time. Not really, but 56. we're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and we skipped a m- many a weeks. Yeah, we're trying. It's we're fun. we're. Tr- I mean, barely trying. 
No, but going back to Macaulay Culkin's so, butthole. So, yeah, like, he was, you know, early 90s, huge star. Like, household name, like, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. Like, between them three, I'm pretty sure they did commercials all together. Wait. Macaulay Culkin, Michael Jordan, Michael not, Jackson. Not all in one commercial, but I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin did a commercial. I'm pretty sure Michael I said Jackson. that and you stayed stone-faced. Great did commercial? You? I did not say that, but anyway. Great movie? No. Great snuff? I said great porno. <laughs> eight millimeter. You got to keep it eight millimeter, man. And then Nicky Cage shows up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, it through the oh, dumps for fucking... This isn't where the independence is. <laughs> But this is a nice detour. <laughs> so dumb. But uh, I, I definitely think there's some truth to it, you know. Uh, no, but my whole thing is, like PizzaGate. No, that's like, all, that's all bullshit. Like the million kids a year. That that's so dumb. Right now, okay. I now okay. I think all right. So seven point what do we have? Uh, seven point eight billion people on this planet. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, but this country's very low to that. R- right, to that we're uh, th- like say three hundred million. We're yeah, like three hundred twelve million or three hundred eight million. Somewhere yeah. in that. Right, a hundred one million. It, it just doesn't make sense. Maybe I would say that probably like for human trafficking, trafficking globally, children and adults. I'm sure that number goes as high as fifty million a year. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ooh. Like Middle East. Yeah. You know, I I would say those numbers climb pretty fucking high, especially like. I don't know, man. But it's Arranged weird. Arranged marriages like, and shit. You know what's crazy? Uh, Pornhub keeps track of like, uh, what people fucking search demographically. So the Bible Belt, right? Huge Christian lovers, anti-gay. Isn't it like sister stuff, or what? What is it? Uh, it? Sister stuff is up there too, but it's also gay porn is really gay and transsexual porn is really fucking highly searched in the Bible Belt areas where everything is like, I'm I'm a Jesus, you know, fearing American, and you're fucking looking, you're looking for your sins on Pornhub. You know the funny thing is, which is fine, it's fine. Yeah, but be a freak. Yeah. Let your freak yeah, flag don't fly. Yeah, hide it behind yeah. your fucking fake If you guy. look at my porn history, <laughs> it's like girl on girl and then like coming on titties. Wow, you're pretty basic. I'm, I'm you're totally a basic. You're a basic-ass bitch. Yeah, man. I like uh, chicks being bound. That's cool. That's And, and then I've, like, I've, I'm, always I'm had like, a, I've always had an fat, uh, infatuation with squirting. Oh, okay. So... I always search like bound squirting, anal squirting, big titty squirting, teen squirting, old lady squirting. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm 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 your ninth ninth <laughs> inning closer with a fastball and a, and a slider. <laughs> That's all I am. You're you're uh yeah like a fucking five ERA <laughs> five spot starter. I'm just here. I am. I'm coming in. I'm throwing my my fastball. Same pitch every play fastball and then every once in a while i'm gonna throw a fucking slider mm-hmm. but then every weird time i get a fucking out of my mind i'm gonna throw a, a fucking change up and that's gonna be like how do you feel about the know. about the prolapse in porn oh god pro what 
prolapse ass? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. So I don't want to puke on my fucking. I, I think that I would say the first time I ever seen a prolapse in porn was probably 10, 12 years ago, mm. and it was like seeing uh like a a murder video, <laughs> like a real life murder video. Like I got so scared and like paused it and like exited out. Mom! <laughs> but it's so common now that it's like I'm not into Wait, it. Wh- what do you say in prolapse though? Not like gape. Like gaping, I'm fine with gaping. Yeah, I've that's always just, but that's still, that prolapsing gaping? is where your your okay. rectum is coming out. Yeah, all right. Just making sure we're on the same. Page. Like it doesn't bother me like it used to, the but I'm still the, not a fan. You know? Yeah, but even the gapes and the gaps and the. When the fucking asshole no, is no, the size no. of a guy. Like, I don't mind a like a little, you know, dime size gape. Like that's cool. Sure. You know, like something you could like spit into a wishing well type scenario. Yeah, but th- some of them like you could yell and hear an echo. <laughs> like I'm not down with that. Dude, absolutely not. It fucking opens up like a goddamn fucking second but, mouth. But, but if you're opening up to a dime size, you know how much work you had to get put in with a fucking cucumber size fucking <sighs> situation? Man. And then, like, you know, but like if you ever search anal, like, you'll come across these mega dildos that chicks are riding in their ass. And I'm like, <laughs> if you had Siamese twins, they could come out two different holes at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming through. Like, rip through the fucking rectum wall. <laughs> Wait, doctor. Doctor. Just cut my asshole into my fucking <laughs> uterine wall. We'll yeah, drop so, these passes. So fucking disgusting, man. Some of the shit on there. Ugh. You know, because um, like on porn hub or what is it? You porn, you could hit like the hottest, mm-hmm. and then like the like millions of views, millions, and I'm like ill, like gross, <laughs> like that bitch is gross. <laughs> she got come down so yeah, many times. No, like come come down. You you want the amateur twenty seven views? I yeah, like good like a hot chick, not a chick that looked like she got fucking. You know, raped a million times, fed drugs, and then she's like, okay, yeah, you know what? This is cool. Let me do this professionally. I, I mean, I get what you're saying because, like, you get almost, like, these modern-day porn stars, they are so just f- fake lips, fake tits, fake ass. I hate that. Oof. Um, you like a naturally hot, where you got a little sag in the titty, you know, a little uh, cellulite well, I, I, on the booty. i rather have... Something like that you that very small you could, titty. You could oh absolutely. Them big old fucking uh-uh. and then they got dinner plate fucking nips. Like what yeah. the fuck do you want me to look at that? <laughs> like ill. Like get away. What happened to your teacup? <laughs> <laughs> did it fu- did it fall is, to the is ground? This an incomplete <laughs> set that you're trying to sell at a garage sale. <laughs> did, did it fall to the ground? Did it break? Do we need to replace it? Mm-hmm. Was it Chinese painted? Uh, chim, chim, I don't know. I'm gonna start singing fucking. <laughs> Chimeru, chim, chimeru, chim, chim, chimeru. I, I think it was because you went like, right to the fucking uh, <laughs> uh, chimney sweeper. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I never really understood that scene when I was younger. Like, why are they so dirty? I thought it was something racial as a young kid. Well, and did you ever see that thing in New Orleans and they go crazy about it because they say that the, it's making fun of black people, but it, it's it's chimney sweepers. It's like a yeah 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 yeah. They do I, blackface, I, but it has nothing to do with it has nothing it, to do with that. It, right. And they like wanted to cancel it, and they're yeah. like, no, that's a eight or nineteenth century. Yeah, it's just like it's an old a job. yeah, some fucking poor white man from France that moved to the fucking. No, I don't know if you know that, but turn of the century America, they had chimneys too. Therefore, they had chimney sweepers. No, I know that, but like, 
Louisiana. <laughs> I know. There's a lot Louisiana. of Louisiana. Oui, oui. It's the French market. It's the French market. Yeah. Oui, oui. Fucking. We got to go back to Freedom Fries. I do, man. Uh, we were, we had our, my wife's grandma's wake funeral, and we were at the luncheon, and we sat next to um, Patty's aunt, um, old co-worker. They're both retired now, both nurses, and this lady was like, oh, you gotta do NOLA. You gotta do it. She's like, Dude. Patty's like, how many times have you been there? Because she's telling us, like, you want to you wanna do this if you go. She's like, you want to do this? You want to do this? Do this, this, that, that, this. Yeah. And Patty's like, how many times have you been there? She's like, over 20 times. Sure. And this chick's like, she was cool. You know, I would say early 60s, 63. Super cool, but she's like, I was supposed to go last year. <laughs> like, I go every year. And I'm like, I, I've always wanted to go. And they canceled this year already. Yeah. Well, my old partner at work. I mean, you could go now, but the whole Mardi Gras thing's canceled. Yeah, Fat Tuesday's canceled and everything. Yeah. But, like, my old partner at work, he started, I worked at, I don't know how, I've known him forever, but when we worked together for two years, uh, he would talk about it all the time because he's got a girl down there or whatever that he stays at. And he would talk about this drive through daiquiri place and drive through margarita place. Ooh. I'm like, well, how does that work? He goes, in down there, you drive up, you order your daiquiri or your margarita, and they give you it out the window, just like a drive-through, and you're allowed to drink it and drive as long as you don't take the cap off. So I didn't believe you could, him. You could park, drink? No, no, no. I'm missing your... So as long as you don't take... It comes in like a big cup. Yeah. As long as you don't open the Holy... Top. Oh, so like a styrofoam cup yeah. with the lid. Right, and a straw. As long as you don't fucking like Open take it, it to gulp I'm, it, I'm, 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 yeah, they don't care. I love it. Yeah, so Dude, like America should be that. So I, I I called bullshit on it, and then he went when we were still working together. The first episode or episode, first video he sent me was him ordering his uh, to go margarita. That's so good. Margarita for him, daiquiri for but his I'm, lady. I don't. I know Texas forever was. It's not illegal to have an open beverage in the car. Like you can't drive drunk. But, like, if you're going to the market, you can fucking pull a beer, open it, leave it in your car, and drive and drink it. Texas uh, is weird, though, because, like, they go gonna, by counties. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not, like, state laws. That's their way of, like, this is our own states. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, we're going to be our own independent republic. So, like, I went to visit friends in Houston, and then we were going somewhere, so we were, like, out of technically out of Houston. And I was like, hey, there's a liquor store. I want to get my own stuff before you go to this party or whatever it was. So I go in, and it was a dry county. So I had to sign up to be in their, like, whatever they call it, KKK membership or whatever. <laughs> so I signed up onto this thing, and I give him my license. And, like, he's instantly calling me, like, a Yankee because I'm from Chicago. Like, sure. right away, like, just dogging on me. And I'm like, all right. So I had to pay to join their county, whatever it's called. Just to buy booze. Just to buy beer. Because, I mean, at the time, that's all I drank, Bud Light. Get a 24-pack of Bud Light. So you were like 22. Yeah, I was young. Very young. Because it was Putman. Clean shaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Putman was living down there. Yeah, 22 probably. I remember you telling me stories about him fucking going down there and uh, 
childhood friend, wrestler. He started what uh, what martial arts did he start trying out down there? And uh, within a year, he's winning championships. Was it jujitsu? Was it jujitsu? I mean, it's One it, of the if you're great at wrestling, I, I feel like jujitsu. It's like if you were like a classical instrument, like violin, you played your whole life. You understand a string instrument. Sure. You'll pick up guitar quicker. Yeah, but he went to like the Houston Open and won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Fuck like him, a little yeah. midget, a piece of shit. And like he's like, they were all fucking bowing to that mat. Fuck that mat. I own that mat. He's like, <laughs> I don't bow to shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but that's a part of their thing, dude. Um, he's like, I don't fucking do that. I've only really hung out with this guy one time, and just a good soul. Mm-hmm. Um. He saw me and Matt only had me and him in our cart. And he's like, I'll join those guys. Like, he showed up a little late for our golf outing at your bachelor yeah. party. This dude gets in our cart, and he's just one of those people you want to know. So friendly, yeah. you know. It was his birthday just yesterday. Just open. Just just down to fucking learn who you are. It was super fucking cool. We had a great weekend with that guy, man. Some good laughs. Well, The best was, like, we were leaving. Unfortunate the- what happened to the rest of his life. Does he listen to our podcast? No. Can I send him a message? No. (laughs) Nobody does. (laughs) So, hey, that's why we're recording, so nobody (laughs) sees our faces. This is slowly going to become a uh, white supremacy fucking channel. (laughs) Some up films. We just completely lose our mind, kill women in here. Sacrifice and just slicing through. (laughs) I'm not talking about jihad. I'm talking you rape them until they die. Uh, Did you watch that fucking Shia LaBeouf? No, I, I no. I you, just, you gotta watch it. It's twisted. It's so twisted. Well, I got laid off on Tuesday. Wednesday, I had some stuff to do. <sighs> Thursday, Thursday, I was drunk. Thursday was topping off. First, Friday, I was drunk. you were drunk. Today, you're drunk. Yeah. Tomorrow, you're drunk because it's Super Bowl. Monday. Monday sounds good. Monday, I gotta go to a picket line. Oh, yeah. Tuesday? Maybe. So, uh,. We're not really white supremacists. I love everybody. But also, like, I have this thought process about people. <laughs> it's going to be confrontational. But I've been wanting to get this off my chest. <laughs> I like that you're laughing already. He doesn't wear the whole hood over his face. He just likes the top <laughs> hat part. And that's why. I have the, the front rolled up. <laughs> I want you to know who I am. It's like, wait, that that's Dave's smile? <laughs> I got to piss. All right. Um, I can't say this while you're away. <laughs> well, then talk about the Super Bowl or snuff or porn. Uh, um, I, you know, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll fill him in when he comes back. So, it's a weird time for white people. Uh, we're always called racists, and we're always being told that you can't be racist against white people. Is the the common, especially from the left. Now, I've always said that I'm not racist. You know, um, I feel like I never really looked up the definition of racism. But what I think racism is, is not liking somebody based off of their race. Right? Not their character, their personality, none of that. Um, So... I never really looked into it because I was just like, you know, I grew up in a black neighborhood, lower income. This is how poor I was. Anybody from the Chicagoland area, um, I grew up in Marquette Park. It's an all-black neighborhood now. When I grew up, there was, you know, it was mixed, but 
<clears throat> I never saw race as a issue. I never knew, you know, the severity of it. As a child, nobody does. You're you're taught racism, you know, for the most part. Uh, where the fuck was I going with this? So, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so. I'm just going to... Uh, he's back now, so I'll fill him in. So, uh, this this whole... <laughs> he's back. Uh, the whole thing with... Uh, you ever notice, like, the liberals kind of putting that placement of white people... All white people are racist, and you can't be racist against white people? Have you seen this? Well, are, are you saying, like, both sides, like... Saying that like non-whites could you can't be racist to whites? Right, right. Yeah, no, you, you I, seen I, it? No, I, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. All right, so I'm just trying to say like I never really looked up the definition of racism because I always assumed what I, I knew what it meant, and so my assumption of what racism is is that you don't like somebody based off their color or their race, you know, or religion. Right? No. Uh, Religion, it could play a role, but because so, your your brother Paul was talking to me about some religious stuff, it was yeah, you know, on well, the fucking Jews. I mean, <coughs> Jews, but the Jews they don't care, you know. Like, yeah, we deserve to be, you know, genocided. <laughs> I'm joking, that's horrible. So, so, but my uh, didn't your grandpa die in the Holocaust? Uh, no, my grandma was put through a concentration camp because she was a lower class European. Oh no, you, Paul said something about your grandfather falling oh, off he, a guard oh, no, tower. Oh, no. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a long rifle and he would shoot at uh, escapees. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. So. No, I didn't. So I just I just um, ad-libbed. <laughs> I said your grandfather fell out of a guard shack and died. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, guard tower. <laughs> so, my thing about it is you know, I don't I grew up in all black. You know, yeah. it was mixed, but Marquette Park became pretty much black. And I got jumped every day. But I'm not racist. I don't fucking hate black people for me getting beat up every day. It's, it is what it is, you know? I was it's a kid. A, it, and, and now it's just such a, tu- like a touchy subject. So, but <clears throat> I was sitting back lately and I'm like, maybe I am racist. Because I don't ever judge somebody... One by one. If you're coming through a fucking, like, a door and I got to check your ID, I'm not judging you as you're coming through, like, white guy, black guy, white guy. I'm not going to, if you fucking spit in my face, I'm going to be like, all right, you're a piece of shit. I'm going to single you out as a piece of shit. But, like, then I was like, you know, but if I took a step back and just looked at a fucking race or culture from a, uh, like, if I zoomed out and just, like, looked above people... Are you going to say you hate white people? <laughs> I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> oh, all right. Like, I mean, everyone. I, I, I just ultimately think that people are bad. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I wouldn't say bad, but selfish is a really good word to put on people. Whether it's culturally, fucking demographically, whatever you want. I think you're selfish to prove your points and hurt others around you and you might be hurting others that you don't even know you're hurting i don't know it's just it seems childish uh, 
And I do it, like I said, like if I zoom out and look at like, you know, fucking all like blacks and Mexicans, whites, everybody, I'm like, oh, it's just a bunch of shitty people. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to do that because I want to base somebody, who who they are on their, you know, on their character. I, and I'm not going to hold what I see as a whole against you singly. I'm not going to do that. I think you Is could, that racist? No, I don't think so because, but, well, maybe, but... <laughs> No, but I, I, see, I see where you're coming from, too, though. Well, but I, maybe. <laughs> I, think you could, I think you could truly look at every problem every race has, and it comes back to prejudice of a white power. Of a, like a, like a, something that a white something or other did, or, or a white rule, or some, a white. Some law or rule that. White people did. White people did that. Impeded on people. Man, fucking See, Reagan fucked the black fucking... Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Right. Reagan was one of the best presidents, buddy. No, but I'm just saying, like, if you break it all down from... You, wanna, you get on drinks? Yeah, I got this red still. My oh, whole thing I is, like... Yeah, no, but, like, my whole thing is, I think if you just break it down from, like, the war on drugs, the, the you know, uh, <clears throat> I was always... Uh, NWA fan, Ice Cube fan, and when the movie came out, they were doing the interview of, like when they were getting big, and the reporter asked basically um, stuff about Compton, about what was going on, and Ice Cube says you get AKs from Russia, and then you get cocaine and crack from Cuba, and he says none of us have a passport. For sure. So. You just like take those little things, and it's like 1980s America, Reagan isms. Like, I think they they introduced crack cocaine into those communities as a ploy. So, and then they did a war on drugs. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I I think what you're going with is kind of what Hitler did. Hitler turned a race war into a class war. Because, like, you know, initially when he started his whole thing, he was against Jews. But then it was like, oh, I just want blonde hair, blue eyes, which was mostly Baltic Sea. Which people didn't understand because he was brown hair, brown eyes. Right. But he wanted to create the perfect race. Yeah. And you could be blonde hair, blue eyes. And at the end, if you weren't wealthy, if you didn't, like, weren't a business-owning type European... You're getting thrown in the concentration camp too. Now you didn't have a high as a ch- high of a chance to you know be thrown in the gas chamber, but you're gonna sit there and be a a worker, you know, a, I guess a slave for their sure. for the Reich, you know. And I think that's what happened here. It went from a race war, and because of the race war, kind of overlapping with the uh, lower income white communities, it eventually became a class war. You know, like but can't you can't you break down a lot of like, and not going completely wrong, or the wrong direction or whatever you want to say, but can't you break down like every? I don't want to say every race, but a big chunk of race was in some type of like slavery position in in the monks of time. Um, not not so much like what we did, what Europeans did to African Americans, but in like if you look at uh, Ireland. They went from like 1.8 million people to like 
300,000 in like a decade because they stole all the men and working children to go build. Well, that was with the combination the Car- of famine. Caribbean. You know, that was a. Uh, well, no, even before you're, that. You're talking pre famine. Pre famine. Pre famine was like late 1800s. Yeah, and before then, when the sugar trade happened, England yeah, took all the men know, and women. Everybody or, with a, a liberal view is going to say it's indentured servitude. Right, but what happened was England needed to, like, what what, what do you want to call it? Colonize the Caribbean to right, they make their sugar cane. They put their sugar mills and all that. And don't get me wrong, 90% of the people that did work there were African American, and that's why the Caribbean... And I, and I can guarantee that the Irish that were brought over, and you're absolutely right, it... it I mean, it goes. You're right. It goes back centuries. Well, we we met we met a dude. But the the problem with the whole the race thing, if you go way back, blacks were never looked at as humans until fucking sixty years ago. You know, like well, the the one the uh, and it's still I I think with people in power don't really see it the way we see it. No. You know, they still see it as a... Now, it's like I said, they kind of like, well, fuck it. Fuck the poor white people. We'll just group them up with the poor black people. They're all the same at the end of the day, you know? Because, like I you know, I'm going to keep stressing it. It's a class war. Um, it, you know, back in the 50s, a guy uh, told <coughs> governments that, like, the way to control a population... It's kind of like the same conversation that happened during the Roman era, where it was like give them entertainment right but but no but don't go away from that because it's the same thing now 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 you just have paid players to do it well right it, and what the reason i was just i was going to say it, it evolved a little bit into consumerism because capitalism became so strong right. you could sell what was coliseum work yeah Thousands of years ago. I like the way you put that. You you, you can put commercials behind it and sell your product yeah. for the same type of right artwork. Sure. I, I guess artwork. I mean, because it's people that were gladiators, some became really good. It became, you know, they were able to fight for their freedom. To you an know? extent. Yeah, right. And then and like that was all, like, right. that was your salary. Yeah, <laughs> you for know? Sure, for sure. You could fucking earn freedom in the, the Coliseum. So... Uh, it evolves, but at the end of the day, it's all the same outcome. You know, the rich are going to get rich, or the poor are going to get poorer. You're going to spend your money on what the rich are feeding you. And I think we're like all over the place on this, but like I think we're getting to the, the point where I wanted to get. Like, it's the race wars, this, that person getting prosecuted, or uh, whatever. It, it, it's not us putting this guy down no. or that guy down. I give a flying fuck if you're yellow, white, black, brown. For if sure. you're doing what I'm trying to do, raise my family, get shit yep. done, work a job, keep because this in a well-oiled machine. Yeah. In the whole picture. Right. I'm down. I'll be your friend. Cool. And like And if and if you're not, I'm not going to hate you. I'm just not going to I'm not going to associate myself yeah, with you. That's exactly. It. But that, that's kind of what I touched on in my new podcast. Check me out on Bad YouTube. Penny. Bad Penny <laughs> with Dave D. Yep. Boom. Yep. I got to find some music for it, though, man. He's got Bad Pennies up his butt. Bad Pennies. Yeah, they're brown and rusty. Yep. Because they've been there for a while. But uh, I I don't remember what I was going to say. I just I, I didn't want to promote. And then I was like, I'm going to promote. And then I forgot what my message was. 
So, Bad Penny, check me out. YouTube, Spotify, CastBox, and Anchor is right, of right now, and I will let you know when there's more. Uh, I'm, I'm usually less drunk on those. I mean, episode one, at least. I was less drunk than I'm going to be by the end of this because we still... I mean, we're probably going to go for at least another 40 minutes because... And... Cut. Promotion end. Oh. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> no, but, but uh, like, my whole thing is races. I, I truly think, like, racism and... Uh, um, like, uh, class warfare, we're all on the same boat. And I, I understand that there's people way underneath sure, me absolutely. on the economic spectrum that have it a hundred times worse than I do. And that's why I'm a Democrat. I don't mind helping people. Because Would you label yourself that, though? I'm pretty centered. But I don't mind giving to the less fortunate. I think this last ten years, the Republicans lost their fucking minds. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they did. I, so, I would say I'm a center. I gotta go pee. All right. You're so I would say that I'm a far center. Right, far right. Yeah, I am far right because your brother. <laughs> you know that one time at boy yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I would say I'm a center. I vote Democrat because Democrat puts the thought that that's going to be better for my family. And when I say my family, I'm a union family. I'm blue, blue collar. I'm legit blue-collar, no education besides high school, graduated from high school, college prep school, but said college prep saw me different because my dad, blue-collar, not well off. Uh, That's a whole other thing, but, you know, raised us right, hardworking, joined uh, labor unions, pretty much my whole family, but... I label myself a Democrat because I just can't ever get onto the thing of like pro-war, pro-abortion, pro- like religion has to have anything to do with how this country moves forward. Like I never truly understand that stuff. Like why does religion ever have oh pledge allegiance to the flag in our schools? Why? Why do we even? Why why does that even? Why is that even a subject? Or why is that even like a arguing point? Why is oh you gotta bring Catholic or or prayer back into school? Why? If you have morals and you're taught morals, that shit shouldn't even be anything other than what's going on at home. So, me being a Democrat, I love guns. I have plenty. I you know support our military 100% I just don't get off where people go you know the Democrats uh, welfare this welfare that giving this away coming for your guns uh, they're anti-religion I just don't get my, my whole thing is if you're in this country religion shouldn't even be a topic because if you are the land of the free just right there you should have open everything for whatever you whatever anyone wants to believe whatever you call god in the land of the free that's it you shouldn't be catholic protestant baptist nothing so when you come and you just label all these people wrong because that's what you want to believe and that's what you think and that's what your constitution says i just don't think it's right and then 
to say that their people are coming to take your guns, man, that's that's been about 20 years in the making, people saying that. No guns have been taken. None. And there's about 500 million, 500 million right. out it's there like, now. It's like 1.3 or 1.4 guns per every crazy. American. And when, when I say that's crazy, when you say 1.3, I'm like 10 times the average person. <laughs> right. I have that many. Right. Absolutely. I'm a avid shooter. I need to get back into bird hunting. I used to love bird hunting. I haven't done it in 12 years because for some reason the wild pheasant is just dead. Maybe something to do with climate control or climate change and parasites aren't being killed off, which means things get to last longer, wild cats get to get bigger. So speaking of uh, wild But game. anyway, oh, I'm sorry, we're you're... just talking about Republican, Democrat. We, I wasn't here, so it was just you. <laughs> no, you, you talking about being a centrist. I just you and uh, me being zombie, zombie over there. Frank, Frank. Uh, that, oh, yeah. oh, let's call him Frank. Hey, Frank. That, yeah, it's a good name for that guy. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, chocolate lab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, I just don't know if you're, let's say, thirty-eight and under. I don't know how you pick a party. Put it that way. I just don't know how you True rightfully that. be like, I'm this or that. Because, like, we turn into this country of you have to pick a party, and everyone wants to be like, well, I'm an American, or I'm a patriot, and I'm a this, but I'm a Republican, or I'm a Democrat. You know, you guys are just... But, I mean, you, you listen to some of my uh, bad, bad penny. <laughs> and I talk about that, and I think... Uh, the whole division thing is mostly bullshit. I think social media is inflating what it truly is. I think most of most Americans, like okay, say three oh eight, three twelve million. I'm gonna go ahead and say that two hundred and eighty, maybe more, or like centered ish. You know, maybe leaning right, you're going to vote Trump. Whether or not, like, you buy into the bullshit, you're going to vote Republican because you've always re- voted Republican because you're a a small county civilian. You know, it doesn't make sense for me to vote Republican, though, based on my where I live. It doesn't make sense. Why am I going to push for the small county people? Like, I'm in Cook County. We're a blue state, and uh, I want to take care of the people here. You know, like homeless people move to the blue states to get what we have, and that's why we're, you know, it just, you need more policing. You need, like, there's more taxes, sure, yeah, as a, as a blue. There's more taxes because you got to take care of more people. You got to have more fire departments. You got to have more police on the streets. You got to, because when you put people in numbers, and, and this this shows when you put people in numbers, the fray, fucking Republicans, you get enough of them, they will storm the fucking Capitol. Okay, so now if you put all those fucking red people in a one city, by nature that city is gonna fucking turn blue because you're gonna need more taxes to pre- protect their houses from socialist programs it's not it's not rocket science man it's not uh it fucking blows my mind i don't know yeah but like you but so like going on to 
what you're talking about, red, blue. New York, Chicago, Indy, L.A., Denver, Seattle. They all put like four times more into the system. We, than, we, we put more than we take back. By like a crazy number. Right. And then if you go to the red state cities, which are usually smaller, I would say anywhere from like less than 100,000 usually. Yeah, but like all of Kentucky, all of Tennessee, all of Mississippi take more than they from give. the federal government. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Hold on, though. From the federal government than like Chicago does. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Their, their argument is, I, I get what you're saying, and the, 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 the misled conception is that... We're, we're a tax-heavy tax we're, this. We're taking. We're taking, taking, taking. Right. But if anything, we're giving. Yeah, because the money's here. Right. Because you know, we run off of socialist programs like, uh, I don't know, probably the biggest one, unions. Well, I, right. And, but the, not even that, though, is like we pay our people living wages. Yeah. So if you make... an hour here doing something, and then you make $20 an hour in Tennessee doing something, that's just straight up less taxes federally. Yeah. Three times. And you probably have a bigger house than somebody making $60 an hour. Yeah, right. Yeah. So your... uh, Mine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your social programs in Texas, technically right off the bat, is already taking more. Yeah. Per capita. Because what well, right? Because the one person here pays the same federal tax as a guy down there, and we have ten times the people yeah. paying that fucking tax yeah, yep. than bumfuck down there. So do you hear these fucking animals right now? Yeah, like they, I'm Uncle Pat's in the house. <sighs> my fucking dogs, man. Fucking my dogs tonight. Yesterday, my my daughter on. Bad Penny was uh she fucking came down and was trying to get you're in. gonna get all forty of our listeners to listen yeah congratulations um yeah no I, this is free uh, advertising but you know yesterday I was recording and instead of my dogs because it's it's my dogs they know I'm in here they don't give a fuck it they they're not here for me they're here for him but my daughter I promised her a cookie. And I thought she forgot about it. So I snuck off and I was like, I'm going to fucking record it. I got to do it now. Yeah. I got a nice buzz. I'm terrified to do it. And I do it. And then maybe like a half hour in, Daddy! You fucking hear the handle jiggling. She can't quite turn it all the way. And she's calling, I, I need cookie. And I'm like, God damn. I stood up. I fucking paused it. When I got her a cookie and I go, to, I go to Patty, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I was on a roll. I was like, I made it eight minutes the last time I tried recording this and fucking froze like a deer in headlights. I was like, I was 30 minutes in. I was like, it was coming out. And uh, uh, every orifice. She's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, get her fucking. Co- uh, I... Dude, there was like 15 cookies up there yesterday. I know Olivia can't get up there. And there's like probably none at this point. <laughs> oh, Logan. Ooh, fucking little man, titty Logan. I don't know why I just thought this now, though. Well, because you were talking about uh, her gram- grandma earlier. I do got to give a shout-out to Jody's recently departed grandfather, Freddy. I got to talk about him for a second. So you were talking on Bad Penny. Oh, that's why. Right you, in the beginning. You said, you said right Bad in the beginning. Penny. 
<coughs> Wait, when, what did I say? Bad, Bad penny. penny. <laughs> so you're talking about her and just being basically a gangster. She really was. Yeah. Well, made, me, made me feel like she pulled out shots of brandy at Christmas at fucking 85, and I'm like, I don't want to take a shot of brandy. Uh, her her grandpa, Freddie, was like a dude's dude. Man's, when you say like man's man. Man amongst boys. So like uh, he was in Korea, I think. Korea was an uh, underrated fucking war for Insane. Tough, dude. Insane. So anyway, he was in that, and then he came back and like, a lot of the guys from Chicago worked at this uh, uh, U.S. steel plant in the South. Gary. Uh, yeah. My, my dad worked there as a pipe fitter. So he went there, but he was so fucking smart. His first um, prototype. I can't, I, can't, I can't say that about my dad. It, that's uh, yeah. where that fucking line ends. <laughs> well, like, Freddie was just like an inventor. He was so smart. Oh, that. Okay, so this was the. Okay. Uh, Freddie Raff. And yeah, he yeah, had yeah, Raff yeah. Enterprises. So he. Ooh. Uh, found a way for like the br- the blast furnace or something to go X amount hotter from like their first computers. Before so it, before like real computers were around, uh-huh. and so he sold that patent to them for like seventy five hundred bucks back in like nineteen seventy whatever you know, and then the Southworks plant closed, and he was like upper management, so they did a buyout, and then he. Worked for like pipe fitting companies and stuff like that, and then he invented a way. That's weird. Invent. Yeah, he he invented a way to count wastewater. So then he had a contract with Line and Kugels, a bunch of shit plants around here. You know, his company was Raf Enterprises. But like, I told Gina when he passed, like I am, uh, like jealous. Of the the man he was and the life he created for him and his family, because not only did he like come from a very small family, like his, here's a crazy story: his mom had cancer. I got an idea about why. Once you uh, finish the story, all right? Why so, he is and why we're not. Yeah. All right. So, his mom had cancer. She goes to the Mayo Clinic up in. Minnesota. She's supposed to get like a small dose of radiation, but something happened to her. They left it on and like cooked her. And like she went through the, all these like fucking crazy other health issues because of that and ended up passing away. But I just want to say, you know, to the people that do listen, I don't like say like I admire or take pride in meeting too many people but Fred Raff was beyond a man's man he always had a uh, toothpick in his mouth a cheap cigar in his front breast pocket and then cheap whiskey somewhere and then he would drink the fuck out of uh, straight lineys because he got A he got it for free back then but then I started drinking it oh my god is that a good beer I never, like, you sent me that photo. And I was like, I've never even seen those on a shelf before. You know, it's always like the Barry Weiss, the Honey yeah. Weiss, the, you know. Straight lineys. Mm. So. But, yeah, I just want to say that, like, because you were, we keep it saying Bed Penny, and that's why I thought about it. It's. Fred, Fred Raff was a fucking G. And my wife's father was a piece of shit. And he went, uh, her family, 
her actual family, family, mom, sisters, brother, went through some crazy shit, and Freddie, or Fredhead, as they would call him, just stepped up, was a major fucking player in her life, and I just can't, can't thank uh, old Freddie enough to what... I mean, he sounds like a great guy, but, you know, maybe he paid more attention to his daughter versus his granddaughter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The trash panda that I married... <laughs> Gina, great lady. Great lady. Joe, uh, Gina, you, you you failed a couple fucking squares here, okay? Yeah. We no, got, I'm we, kidding. We, uh, got a, we got a great picture, though. Freddie and uh, John, which is our other grandfather that raised her, walked her down the aisle. I don't yeah, know if yeah, you remember yeah. that. I remember so, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a great picture. But I just wanted to give that part out because you kept on saying Ben Penny, or Bad Penny. and I. Just we kept on saying Bad Penny. Penny. And I thought about With Dave opening. D. Yeah. This guy, E, Dave, D, guy. D stands for dicks in the mouth. Ooh, dicks, double dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, why why do you think Fred Raff was so successful? Um, so, and I, I have a I have a theory on this too. Why he's so great and we're such shit. Turmoil. We had a, a lack of uh, indifference in our lives as a youth. Like I mean, Youths. I mean, we we're we're decent. You know, but, like, if you just look at it, like, if you look at these post-war Americans that just kind of, like, live their lives, they fucking have a good chance of creating something great. But as generations go on, it's because I think, you know, he had a tough life. Fucking fought in war. Uh, amongst... The, the lack of technologies, the sciences be, behind fucking, uh, you know, simple diseases. His mom was fried. Yeah. That's not cancer treatment anymore. That doesn't happen. No. You know? So I think just with the lack of technology, the, the hardships, they become strong, fucking thick-skinned people that just find a way to succeed. And then we want... They want to make it better for the next generation. So they think. So they make it more cushioned. Here you go. Here's the opportunities I never had. And then they get those. And then they pass it on. These are the opportunities I never had. And next thing you know, they're fighting for fucking the whole, the far left, you know, what's your pronoun shit? Because they got nothing to fight for. Well, so I would lump Freddy into the greatest generation. Uh, understood what he was coming back to. Understood what he was giving to. How, how old was he when he passed? Uh, 80-ish. 79, 80. So, yeah. not Boomer. No, definitely not Boomer. L- late, whatever that uh, generation is. Um, yeah. Later. The greatest generation ever. Right. And that gener- this is my theory on all of it. When those people came back, and when those people got into the workforce, but again... And when those people tried to do labor movements and those people got uh, unionized, whatever, going... Bad Penny. Bad Penny. Bad Penny. Bad Penny. Loser. <laughs> so, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. They literally knew what they had because they went to these foreign countries and they saw what was going on and they wanted better for their kids and they wanted better for the generations to come. So now you got it. You've done it. You're making great money. Your pensions are fat as fuck. Now it's time to hand it over to the baby boomers. The baby boomers were giving, they were given everything. And earned nothing. Right. Strong labor movements. 
strong economies, strong fucking from strong minds. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut off, but I'm just thinking about like strong you know, minds. You can't think about it. What? Uh, <laughs> no, but the My whole thing is was hot. is your ass hot? No, you didn't. They so when that and then like Freddie's generation made all this, and then they went when they went to head it over. They handed it to these fucking kids that just wanted no more work. Give me what's mine. Fuck the next guy. Give me, yep. give me, give me, yep. give me, give me. Created a culture in America that is what we see as it is today. Right. And you it's know. it. And now they created a Dad, bunch of kids. Dad, can you get me in an office job even though I didn't earn it? Right. And then it also created this false. Uh, if you get a college degree, you get a job, which it's not the case. It's not the case. You get, no. You spend Be- your money on a fucking degree. You're stuck in a hundred plus thousand dollars debt, and there's not a job for you. Right. Because it's like the decades old false economy because Wall Street's doing so well that the other people are doing well. Right. It just drives like it drives me crazy that my grandfather, Jody's grandfather, and your grandfather, they did so much for this country, and then there's this one one generation that wanted, 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 and took, 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 took. Yeah. And this is where we're And that kind of plays on what I was saying, where, like, you as a parent in those earlier generations, you know, like, post-World War II, my grandfather, you know, fought in the war, raised these kids. He was a Mongolian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's throwing spears and shit, but can't blame him. Um, Word. I don't know where I was going with this, man. Fucking goddamn alcohol. Good story. I know. You fuck, so your you grandfather up, drank like a got, lot of alcohol. Got, you drank a lot of alcohol. Yes. My no. My grand. Well, yeah. Actually, he, he died like forty four years sobriety. This thing on turbocharge. The fuck. Oh. <laughs> I, tur- I just turned it turned <laughs> to turn to you. Cooking me. <laughs> Dude, I've, been, I've been sitting here for like an hour. I'm sitting here going, getting hotter, getting hotter. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not hitting you? I turned it towards oh, you, and fuck. now I'm freezing, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so anyways, it's just... Uh, I guess it's like spoiling your kids. The more you try to give them, it, the worse it is for them to grow into like an independent adult. You know, um, I mean, luckily I was beat senseless a lot of, t- a lot of times. But I don't think that's the answer either. No, you, know, you you gotta remember. I, I, like, but I also don't think that not hitting your children sure. is the right. Like I, I think there's a, a medium. Like don't fucking beat your kids senseless, but a good fucking spanking could really, you know. So I actually have the theory that our children will be, they will beat, the World War Two Korea guys generation. I, I think because we're making adjustments for how fucked up our previous generation. Without is. a doubt, you know. Yeah. Like my like son, I, I give him, I give him things that I didn't have. Sure, but you're gonna fucking work for it, man. Right, you know. But you'll also be punished, oh. like that. Like my whole thing is, I was punished, and I'm so happy that I was you punished. You punished your son the second you laid seed in Jody. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure, without a doubt. Right when he was in the womb, he was getting screamed. You're on her belly, like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. One day it'll just be me and you. <laughs> You and Charlie and Conan will be at the uh, beach. And Frank. And Frank. The, the whole our cigars. Our new Frank. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but I, I honestly think that <laughs> so the baby boomers uh, fucked it all up so bad, and now now we get to look at what you do, and mm. there was this generation of people that were like... It says. Oh, I'm sorry. You could say whatever it says. It says. It says. So, no, I, I think these the generation of baby boomers, which was mine, 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 more, more, more... Uh, politician voting fucking retards will and when I say retards I mean retards when they die off and thank god when they do you will get back to some kind of normalcy and I'm not talking far left because them fucking psychopaths are those are retards too yeah and unfortunately liberals are young yeah but then they but did you get older I I if you put me back with these liberals now, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, Wah. but I'm 34 and I've fucking dealt with life. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not how you fix this. No, Fuck you. No. You know how you fix this? Yes. Vote for a union. Get a union. They're just, get repetition. They're overcorrecting. Yeah, is the problem. Right. We just need a what little bit. Here, dude? Now, now I'm like freezing. I turn it all the way off. You could <laughs> oscillate that fucking thing. I know. Turn the button right dude, here. Dude, like, I love this. Watch this. Off. Yeah. Such a great failsafe. It is 2021. Oh, this shit. is not where you turn your kids into fucking shish kebabs. <laughs> yeah, oscillate. Oscillate that bitch. Yeah, so this is QVC, and we're showing how well... For nine <laughs> payments of 10.99, you could have that oscillating heater that I bought at Menards oh, for 50 fuck, bucks. Dude. It, it's it all is about a the great taxes. fucking heater, though, man. You know what I don't get? What grinds your gears, Pat? Grinds my gears so we don't get more fucking people listening. <laughs> I I think if people listen to this fucking show, they would find it better. It's horrible marketing, I think, mostly. I think it is, too. We suck. We do suck. Because yeah. we get drunk, and then we forget. Well, I get drunk, and I'm in charge of, like, the electronical computer end. And I'm usually the drunkest one at the end of this. Because yeah. you, you brought up a good point. Like, I'm a drinker. I love to drink. But I can never keep up with these Irish fucks. And he brought up a great point. He's like, he's like, you got the Asian liver. It doesn't handle processing alcohol like the fucking, you know, 12 centuries of fucking the Irish creating beer. You know, like, I'm like, oh, my God. I never looked at it that way. But we would have ruled the world. And then God gave us whiskey. Yeah. True that. And whiskey gave me McGrath. You know, the funny <laughs> thing is, man. Well, I got into what I'm doing now for a living, and I would meet people, and they'd be like, I got a story about your old man. Or I, I could tell you stories about your dad. And I would always think, well, I got stories about my dad. And then I got to, like, 21, and then you'd be like, you'd meet people. And then I got into, like, the cranes. And then people would be like, oh, have you ever been to Vegas with your dad? I've heard the stories. And then we went to Vegas with my dad. That- and it's, it's like taking... Like an artist and putting him into his realm. Yeah. It's yes. something, it's like something like you've never seen before. And it's like one of the greatest slash. You know, he almost walked around Vegas with his like chest puffed out. Like, yeah. this is home. Right. Like, I'm leading the charge. Yeah. We get, we're getting this, this guy right here, the guy with no teeth. He's driving us around all night. No, for so, almost nothing. So we had, <laughs> we had a, uh, we had the, uh, that was Philly. No, that was Atlanta, New England. Greatest comeback in Super Bowl yeah. history. 
So we're that's we're, what I get for fucking betting against the guy. Yeah. So we're in Vegas. We get this. We we got. It was kind of thrown together. This party. It was a lot of us. So ten of us, twelve of us, something, something like that. Something like that. So we couldn't find a party in one of the casinos to go to. So my old man does his thing, finds a brewery, bumfuck nowhere of Nevada, and we have no I ha- no idea how to get there. So he goes, he goes, you just you guys just stay right here. I'm gonna go on the strip. I'm gonna find us something. And he comes back with a limo bus, with a goddamn junkie driving it, no teeth, fucking warts coming off his head that looks like a fucking trisopolis like fucking when dinosaur. We, when, we ta- when we talked about him, I said he looked like uh, uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, freak show. Like the yeah the the, the bubbling fucking boil. Yeah, the to this day boil. he still makes me sick that guy, because he had a rotten tooth that was half out. Yeah, and he put his tongue on it, and when he's talking to you, maybe it tastes like chocolate because it had the co- the coating, the color. Oh my you know? god! But he's like, yeah, yeah we, I, but, I, but, I get you all the way down Fremont Street for twenty dollars. So he drove us to our party. That was it. That was far away. You guys met us there. But we found a dude that was working on a fucking reality TV show for MTV. Right. So he's like, I'm an Uber driver, but I'm not going to pick you up. He's like, I'll take you wherever you go for 20 bucks. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we met you there like half hour later. Right. So And then you were telling us about this fucking guy. And I'm just, like, get the fuck out of here. This is not that crazy. It was, and then we met him. <laughs> so he drove us everywhere we wanted, and we ended up paying him at the end of the night. It was 120 bucks. Yeah. He took us to Fremont Street. He hung out there and he waited for us to fucking leave Fremont. Yeah, which was I would say four hours minimum. Ugh. Because when we left that, dude, me and Pat went on a fucking walk down Fremont. We went. We to, that was our first time ever going to Vegas. Yeah, and we were there together, and we didn't know that you what, stop wait. at a certain point. Yeah, and we just kept going, and then we were in this like, it, like a saloon. It felt like sure. It was a the ceilings. All, the ceilings were like as low as this garage. It was an all white hotel. Yeah, was, that's I forget weird. the name of it. I don't all know. white and it had like the old fucking like uh, light bulb signs. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> thousands of light bulbs lighting it up. And we went in. Just play, just play another game. We, you know, got a drink. We th- we uh, I video threw a twenty poker. video poker, and that was like the first time I won money that we got. Yeah, it, it was the only time I won. I, I put twenty in, and I cashed out forty. And that was the only time I won money that weekend. And, and, I, then, and I lost about maybe like 25 And then Nick showed up and he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We're not supposed to be here. And we're like, huh? Dude. And then you're looking in a casino and it's completely empty. See, but the fucking thing, though, is like I felt really at home there. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It felt like nostalgic. Even though I've never felt Vegas before, I was like, this is Vegas. Yeah. You know? Very, very scummy, which I think Vegas was built on scum. Like, yeah. up until the 70s, gambling was legal in their fucking state prisons. Crazy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it would make, you know, say, 12 cents an hour. <laughs> they got fucking penny fucking blackjack. How cool. <laughs> you know what? My, I, dude, can't, I can't it, take but, but this. The, I'm going to take a vacation. I'm going to go stab someone. But, but that prison was highly civil until they got rid of gambling. 
Dude, I'm People sure... People didn't want to blow their chances of not gambling by stabbing somebody, bro. <laughs> it was fucking insane. But, like, think about that. Like, I'm sure that goes along, like, along with a lot of prisons. Yeah. I'm sure, like, once it got truly privatized... Dude, like, if you get some, like, Thai hookers to go through Stateville... Hell yeah. There's gonna be no more shanking, bro. Like, just fucking rubbing tugs in every yeah. cell once a week. Oh, too beaucoup. Cool, too beaucoup. Cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck. Oh, no. This is this random Arkansas <laughs> black snake. But there's going to be no fucking violence, man. The violence is the testosterone being overbuilt, dude. Did we just end this podcast on how we save the world? Uh, well, I don't know. Do we want to end it? Is it hour 40? I mean, well, we, we don't have to end it. No, we can end it. Uh, so that's how you end up, That's, that's how, how you, you end you, violence. Yeah. Be cool. Have hookers and gambling. Mm-hmm. Right on. And you know what's funny? I, I want to talk on this, too. So we, this, this isn't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just want to talk on this little subject and we could end it. We've been doing this dumbass podcast because we just love this. We have so much fun, especially me and Dave. We have a blast, right? So I look forward. Yeah. Mo- Monday morning, I'm like, I can't wait till fucking right. Friday, Saturday to do this. Right. And this is all started on a Gary V thing. Gary V was like, if you love the 85 Bears so much, do a podcast on the 85 Bears. So I sec- This I, guy's I, like, we love whiskey. <laughs> let's do a podcast. And you know what? It, it gains traction, doesn't gain traction. It's truly something to do. But I lost my... Oh, so on, on the end of people's podcasts lately and on the end of people's uh, news anchors, everything, have you heard what they've been saying? Be kind to your neighbors, wave your neighbors. We've been saying that for fucking... Go back to, months. I would say, probably episode three that came out and we stuck with it. Yeah. Say hi to your neighbors. Be cool to your neighbors. Yeah. Be, you know what? And, and maybe it started with the pandemic, but we've been saying it before, pre-pandemic. Without a doubt. Because it's the truth. Yeah. We're not, and I think, it, Listen, I think, I think we got into this, the, the be nice to your neighbor thing off the politics. Yeah. Because no matter what you are, we always were like, oh, be kind to your neighbor, be Check on your neighbor. Be cool to your neighbor. Uh, you know. So once again, speaking of politics, if you don't say hi to your neighbor, it may turn out into a shootout in a fucking suburban Philadelphia street, shoveling snow, where three people die because of snow. And I don't want that. I I, I like my neighbors. I like. Uh, I don't want to say their names, but they're great. Uh, these neighbors, they mostly keep to themselves, but they say hi. They got a dog that my dogs want to always, like, face fuck. It's weird, but... So what we're trying to say is... Say hi to your fucking neighbors. Say hi to your neighbors. Don't, and don't overreact about everything. And don't live in Philadelphia. Because people live, are gross. Yeah, because yeah, they're all Trump supporters, and it was just Trump supporters shooting at each other. Yeah. But no. Be kind to your neighbors. Check in on your neighbors. Say hello. A normal person to park or parking lot at the Jewels. Yeah. Hold the Publix's. door. Say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. It, How you doing? Have little, a good day. You don't know what somebody's going through. Like, yeah. you might be going through a shitty day, but somebody might be having a worse day than you. Way worse. So just say fucking hi, thank you, you're welcome. It could change a person's day around. Yeah. It's done it for me. I'm sure it's done it for Pat. Just be fucking kind. You don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Like, life is short. Don't fucking ruin it. Yeah. End of story. End of story. I, I got nothing else to say. No. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh... Make sure you check out Bad Penny. Bad Penny. And you know what? Let's just top it off. Fuck yourselves. Fuck it. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
好き